0: Hurt to be loved. me to your
1: Welcome to the Bed Post Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym. And uh, what we usually do here on the podcast is bring a fun and sexy guest into the studio, have in-depth conversations about sex and sexuality. That is exactly what we're doing here today. He has specifically requested to call me mistress for this episode. <laughs> so you, might la-
0: <laughs> you might
1: get a lady. You might get a lady, Pym, here and there. You get. You might get a mistress here and there. Please, what? Okay, listen to this intro, people. Okay, please welcome to the pod. <laughs> Walk walking gaping hole. <laughs> Podcaster educator, one chaotic gay boy wreaking havoc on the LGBTQIA plus community. His pronoun, their pronouns. <laughs> that that screws me up. Now I have to say your funny pronouns <laughs> with the pronouns. Okay. Cum's pronouns are cum slash dump. <laughs> I'm like that threw me for a loop. Say that <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome to the mic, everybody. Tim from the podcast whoa, 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 Sex and With Tim. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're gagging. We are oh, absolutely Oh
2: are, wait, wait. Gagging. Are, are we starting? Are we starting? Sorry.
1: <laughs> I'll just Chris ask, go. Leave, yeah. Ask him to just leave, step go. into the next room for a moment. Just
2: go, go. I'll be there in an hour. Go. Bye i'll finish you off go okay <laughs> hi hello hello hi hi everybody hello
1: oh my god hi tim how are you babes how are
2: you my mistress i'm <laughs> so your
1: great i it's been a long time you had me it, on your pod uh, and now it's been a while and now you're back you're over here returning know, the favor it's like <laughs> being both
2: a top and a bottom i am so versatile oh, yeah we're aside
1: today a, sign oh, or we're a switch. Today. Yeah. One mm. everything.
2: We're, we're everything. We're just huge holes, sluts, whores, <laughs> heathens, sinners, <laughs> however you want them refer.
1: I love it. Yes. All of all of those things, everything. We're the greediest <laughs> of every of every uh, identity. Oh, I'm I a think. greedy bottom.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I am very much a greedy bottom. <laughs> I'm a greedy top. One it all.
1: There
2: you go. <laughs> oh there. See. I'm a greedy lover. Who cares oh. about your pleasure? It's mine. <laughs> Fuck you.
1: What you are you doing? Go, Jack, What are you here? doing here? <laughs>
2: Chris, go. I don't need you anymore. Go. Sorry. It's like an annoying little rat.
1: Oh, I know. He's just around always. Um... And
2: my dick is like the cheese.
1: <laughs>
2: Please, sir, uh, can I have some more? No, Shut up. Was
1: that him? <laughs>
2: Yes, yeah. We finally. <laughs> That's my impression of him.
1: We finally get to hear Chris. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear he's okay because I've only. You've only him.
2: seen the pictures. You've seen. Yeah, I post every now and then one of my many dozens of lovers on my Instagram stories. Many dozens. And I'm yes. like semi-naked, so I'm pushing <laughs> the limits.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Instagram's capabilities. TOS. Yeah
2: oh yeah like uh so for example chris was like lying down on the bed fully naked and i kind of just used my hand to like cover his junk yeah and i'm like not really violating terms and conditions
1: (laughs) have you had the pleasure of getting a ban or a shadow ban or a delete yes i have
2: yes i have and for the most ridiculous thing i was wearing a mask it was it was a mask that had a ball gag on it that's it right like we're just wearing a mask and it had a bald gag and then instagram was like we took this down for inappropriate sexual conduct i'm like what (laughs) it's a mask it doesn't even match my skin tone so it's very obviously a mask
1: it's just literally like like, a cartoon drawn on bald gag exactly
2: exactly i was like wow this is homophobia this is a hate crime (laughs) Mark Zuckerberg is a virgin. He has never clearly <laughs> worn a ball gag before. He's
1: horrorphobic. Yeah. Yeah. All of slut-phobia,
2: it. Slutphobia, everything. Oh, yes. So yes. pissed. Yeah. So sucks. I have to be careful. I have to be careful. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to cover your junk just a little bit, but I want everyone to know how much I'm getting laid right now. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love that. And you are out. You're putting it all out there, I feel like. You are like, let's, let's just show the world. <laughs> What, I I'm, am what I'm doing
2: one, in my bed. <laughs> I am one Instagram post away to showing my bare asshole.
1: Yep. <laughs> just full asshole.
2: <laughs> yeah, just fully rosebudding it onto the gram.
1: Yep, yep. I You might have more luck if you put it in your story, you know, sometimes that. that's true.
2: <laughs> I'll put You're it as a reel. I'll put it on TikTok, on Twitter. I'll put it on everything. I don't even need an OnlyFans. My body's for everyone, regardless of how much you can pay.
1: <laughs> oh, isn't that lovely? <laughs>
2: I'm I'm a communist whore. A
1: volunteer sex worker. Yeah, yeah oh, I'm a very that.
2: communist whore. <laughs> Equal opportunity. <laughs> Everyone Equal can ride this ride. <laughs> I love that. Really how
1: impressive. did how did you get like this? What what happened to you?
2: <laughs> Why
1: are you like um,
2: this? <laughs> how far back do we go? Is this trauma? We I'm Is this?
1: I'm half kidding. I... <laughs> I wanted to be funny, but I also want to ask, like, when did you just start being super slutty? And like, like, when did this part of you start to emerge?
2: Um, literally, when I was an escort from the year 2012 to 2016. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I don't know, I'm 29 now. I can't do math. I'm gay. Sorry. Um... (laughs) Uh, I don't know, 19 to 23, is that the age? Okay. Anyways, so yeah, that's when I started escorting and I was like fully out and about being like, oh my God, I'm so hot and sexy and people wanna pay me to fuck them, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fabulous. And I was, I was like, you know, the kind of guy to just like say yes to everything because I just wanted all the jobs and all the gigs. And four years of that, I was like, hmm, okay, time to change careers. And then I went to school for business and Sugar Daddy paid my way through school. Thank you very much. Perfect. The
0: perfect (laughs) setup.
2: Exactly, right? So uh, after business school, I was like, hmm, okay, what do I want to do now? I combined my education plus my experience as an escort to become an educator and yes. I'm just naturally hilarious and people like that. <laughs> my parents say I have a face for radio. so <laughs> Yeah, face for podcasting, so we yeah, started a podcast. <laughs> exactly, so I started my <laughs> podcast. There we go.
1: <laughs> I love that. See, I love to hear like... For a lot of people, like sex work is a part of their sex education practice or part of their journey or like Mm -hmm. just that one informs the other and that these two things can coexist. Because I think Mm -hmm. like at least in academic sex um, education circles, it's like they present it as being very separate whereas like the more people i talk to who are in sex education fields have a bit of sex work in their past you know what i mean right. um, or their like... present or future yeah
2: because it's like one thing to be sexual in practice and another thing to be sexual in theory. Like there you, are, you have yes. your Doctor Ruths of the world, like who do all the human sexuality and studies and all that, and then you have whores like you and me who are yes. like we've actually done the work and still do the work. We're still getting fucked. Yep. And uh, doing so the good lord's fucked. work. He's Chris. Get out of my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a podcast podcasting right now it's so unprofessional (laughs) we'll take a picture later put it on instagram sorry about that but yeah um it has been quite a ride
1: yeah also i'm like i go back and forth between the two and i bring one into the other and like for me it like more and more kind of these two worlds kind of bleed together for me i'm like in sex like like in sessions like in sex work i i'm doing more education i find um, in that sphere. And then in my education stuff, I'm more bringing in my like practical experiences with sex work into there. So I'm like, this is all just one big mess altogether. At right, this point. which is super important. Because it's like so.
2: if, a, if like a chef were to just read a recipe book and not actually do the <laughs> cooking, like, huh? What? Make it make sense. I mm-hmm, <laughs> don't mm-hmm. gotta.
1: Yeah, it's the difference of like somebody like reading a recipe to you or just making you the recipe, making you the food. <laughs> it's like two very, very different experiences.
2: Make me the food. Oh, make me into a, a meringue or something. Oh. <laughs> with I, <me> daddy. <laughs> you know with what? Me until I'm frothy. Whip me until I am like al dente. Beat these oh, egg my whites. God. Yes, beat them. Beat, beat them. more, more. Uh, <laughs> I was actually uh, talking to a uh, what is it? What do you call them? I didn't know. I forgot that this existed. A phone sex operator. Yeah, maybe. She told me about how there was this one client who wanted to be cooked uh, like a turkey, yep. and I was like, "Wow, that's, style.
1: yeah." Wow,
2: that is a, like a that's a fetish that's a certainly that's
1: a is. i've I'm heard like, like mm. such a range as far as cannibalism cannibalism fetish goes like i've heard mm-hmm. a range of like yeah just being kind of restrained as like a little rotisserie over like a very low low heat low fr- flame so it's more about the feel of it and the fantasy but i've also heard of fetish performers that are into body mods and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like um that have actually eaten part of themselves (laughs) like like i've had i have a friend that's like does like a twitter a twitter friend who's big in the uh kink performative kink community so they do the you know they get hung with hooks um and well they get hanged hung is something totally different they get hanged <laughs> with... i'm hung so. <laughs> yes, you're <laughs> hung there they hang hanged. um by like hooks and you know suspensions with all sorts of stuff piercing them and stuff like that so as a part of one uh performance they did actually like eat a little eat a little part of their thigh
2: <laughs> oh my god did it taste like chicken
1: I like if maybe... i'm gonna
2: eat myself i need it to taste good yeah
1: your... <laughs> cook it up with some spices yeah i would yeah cajun 1000%. some cumin and thyme yes, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah not just like a raw little
2: yeah I can you know. imagine going to like a cannibal fetishist and they start eating you and they're like Hmm, needs salt, and that's like I'd offensive. It's like, oh my god, um, excuse me. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please, oh my god, no! It's so embarrassing.
1: How embarrassing! You need like a
2: tub of a ketchup where the tub of loo was to be in place. <laughs> oh my god i would die
1: ketchup is lube
2: yeah i just messed up my tops whole fetish fantasy i taste bad and everything oh god kill me kill me, just kill ah. me
1: now i Don't know cut off a part of my then flesh eat me. and eat it just kill it just kill me just kill it i'm
2: done i'm just done <laughs>
1: end it all
2: end it all Take these love handles. Ooh, I'd like that if there was like a cannibal fetishist who could like cut me up and eat me in a way that would make me like super fit and sexy. Like, oh. ooh, get this muffin top, baby. Oh, my God. Ooh, just a little bit off the top. Just a little bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is reminding me of like, I believe. I'm almost positive it's Gaga in an interview. And they're like, what would you like to experience? um, You know, if if there are no risks uh, associated with a certain activity, what would you want to experience? And she goes, death.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, relatable. Honestly,
1: same. (laughs)
2: Same. Like, I am just a fleshy little vehicle for my brain, just like, look throw it away throw the whole body away didn't you make a rotisserie
1: chicken joke recently what were
2: you doing (laughs) i am i was spinning on a pole yeah you were dancing yeah i'm living my rotisserie chicken fantasy
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes you were
2: Uh, i'm on the spin pole and then i'm just like being sitting my pretty little self i'm like oh my god i'm like a rotisserie chicken right now somebody cook me and glaze me (laughs)
1: It's so much fun
2: being up there and spinning.
1: Oh, I can imagine. You know what? I've only done like a couple. I, I've had somebody show me just like a couple tiny things on a pole, but it wasn't one of the rotating poles. It was just a static one. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I feel like the fun is like in like getting a spinning pole so you can yep. actually just create a pretty pose and then spin around. It'll look impressive. Literally.
2: Yeah, because like right? you just hang on there, look pretty, and then you don't even have to move because the spinning does all the prettiness it's, for you.
1: Yeah, that's what I wanted, yeah. and I was like, "This is not yeah. my rotisserie chicken fantasy that I was picturing." <laughs> I'm just.
2: <laughs> oh my god! I love that we have like a food fantasy of being just like swallowed, like uh, what is that called, voracophilia, or like, oh. um, you know, just being swallowed whole, just like. Yeah. You know. Ooh. I did hear the logic behind that because um, tell when I was speaking to the phone sex operator, yes, uh, and she was speaking to the client about like why you want this specific fantasy, the client said uh, because it will give me an opportunity to think that something or at least a part of me will always be with you, and I'm like, oh, yeah. that's kind of cute. I love these
1: like like, wholesome intentions behind really bizarre kinks i love that
2: yeah it's adorable but also like i just want it to be done properly like if uh, if i'm gonna have to eat something of you can we at least like i don't know season it with some totally fucking uh curry yeah yeah or frank's red hot where you put that shit on everything (laughs)
1: yes yeah
2: referencing back to your episode on my show
1: (laughs) Forgot that oh yeah were we talking about <laughs> sounding with frank's red hot or something what yes we
2: oh my god nice. it made my dick hurt so much oh
1: <laughs> yeah i had i don't know if i told this on your podcast but like yeah i was doing an online session with someone and he kind of like used whatever was around the house so yep. He'd like take me on a little tour at the beginning of each session just to like grab stuff like a banana, like the Swiffer, uh what's in your fridge, oh Frank Red Hot, let's use that. And then we didn't sound with it, I don't think, but what use did I do? You
2: use it as lube.
1: No, we didn't. That's so I mean. So. <laughs> am I Am I am the I drama? The,
2: am I the villain? Am I the villain? I don't know. I don't think I'm the villain. Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. <laughs> that would be you. What are you saying? You're so cruel, but like playfully cruel. But like you're cruel. I'm
1: always it's gonna be fun though. It's gonna be mean, but it's gonna be fun. That's my yeah. quality assurance guarantee. What kind of um <laughs> The
2: mistress <did> guarantee.
1: <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I'll put it on a contract for you. Yeah. Um It'll be on the receipt. Business
2: cards and everything.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll tell you the Wi-Fi password on the receipt, um, and then you can go on my Patreon and and buy subscribe before you leave. Um, what kind of like when you were doing sex work, um, mm-hmm. did you have like a certain style or a certain kind of persona or like something like that that you kind of were inspired by?
2: Ooh, uh because my name is like it's sounding a little like spanish it's timothy lorenzo i went by lorenzo so Ooh, was nice. like, is that spanish or italian or something and then i'm very like asian presenting so it would always come off as like this uh biracial or like exotic quote-unquote exotic student it's like mm-hmm. you know playing with the mystery of like them trying to figure out what I, what i am because you know, if I'm going to be fetishized, I might as well use it to my advantage.
1: <laughs> and that's so. the choice that you can make, right? Like, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's not a choice someone can make at you or for mm-hmm. you or about you. I but, did it myself. Yeah, but that's the thing. I have a lot of friends that, you know, whatever it is. Um, yeah. Like my my best friend is like six something. Like her height is she's just so 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 An tall. Oh and she God. goes oh, in God. the with the giantess fantasy and blah blah blah. I have somebody that like. Um, you know, it has like a real Turkish accent, and she's a Ooh, Dom as yeah. well. So she kind of leans into that whole stereotype thing. Yeah. And that's like 100% your choice to do.
2: I've always wanted to be like carried and babied and rocked like She Hulk. Oh, yeah. Like, because I'm just, just like rock me to sleep because I am literally tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: literally nodding. <laughs>
2: literally. Yeah. But um, yeah, so my per- my persona was very like. Mysterious uh foreign exchange student who's always curious about the world. Okay. And, uh you know, because like baby innocent face and like yeah. you know, Ooh, what is this? And I know a few words in some languages, like in Italian it'd be like it's facendo oh that and they're does like, sound right. Right? <laughs> or uh, uh I don't know, um Greek. It's like Paracalo, uh, Para calo, uh posite. You know, it it, it keeps them guessing, it keeps them on their toes. Because I love languages, right? So they would keep them on their toes and try to figure out like what what exactly I am and I I'm never gonna tell because that's not, <laughs> <laughs> that would then ruin the fantasy. I don't <laughs> no hablo Inglés.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right?
2: So it's always that kind of like um of persona and uh, they would really latch onto that because it's like a schoolboy or a mm-hmm. son that they could like cater to or just like a boyfriend experience or something. So mm-hmm. they really like that.
1: Yeah, there's a huge market for that, right? Like for me, my mm-hmm. look is kind of, I look a little young too. And like I look smiley mm-hmm. and cute and fun. And, Your you know, selfies I'm... are
2: so on point all the time.
1: Uh, you're so sweet. Thank you. You're so on
2: point. But like, <laughs> I yeah. Love it.
1: That's an interesting thing of like, you're like, okay, what vibe do people get from me? And how can I lean into this and make this kind of part of my branding or or marketing?
2: Right, right. And that's, uh, I was thinking about that too, because I'm like, all right, what do I look? What am I fitting into the stereotypes that people will see? And I'm like, okay, cute little Catholic boy, Um, as a recovering Catholic. um...
1: Oh no, that's gonna make me cough. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love
2: it. Uh, I was very lucky that, like, um, uh, at the ages of 19 to 23, my high school uniform, which was the Catholic high school uniform, it still fit. Yeah. It still fit. Yeah. So, it really aged me down even more. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I get that there's some fetishes about, like, you know, the teenage high schooler. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then I played into that. and like, uh because i was like 19 and i was like still teeny looking i'm like Ooh, hi sir how can i help you am i gonna be late for school today oh my god people would you know, fucking that. eat
1: that up with the spoon yep
2: oh yeah hell yeah oh yeah. my god by the buckets
1: so can i tell you can i ask you then like mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. does that feel for you I feel like this is something that we've alluded to many times on the podcast, but I don't know if we've really talked like Mm -hmm. about when you make that conscious choice to like do that with your branding, um, how that feels for you and specifically how that feels for you over time.
2: Hmm. At the time, I felt like uh, it was nothing. I I was just like, it's a brand. This is the character that I'm putting on. Yeah. But now in retrospect, I'm 29 now. So I look back at it like maybe I was doing it from like a really weird place. And mm-hmm. I, I, I did find out in therapy, I was doing it from a wrong place, mm-hmm. but I don't regret it, right? I, it makes me feel like, all right, this was something I did. I learned more about myself and what, I, what was true and genuine about me and what was not. But all in all, I don't regret doing it, and I would do it again, knowing now what I know now.
1: Yeah, it's part of your journey, right? And it's part of you finding your identity and yeah. how you did want to do, like how you could do sex work or other other things, a little exactly. more healthfully or what have you.
2: Yeah, and also like introduced me to a whole bunch of like different connections and different types of people, which I loved the most about. Sex work.
1: Yeah. So t- tell me the parts you loved about it. If you have any stories about lovely, p- lovely sessions yeah. or lovely people you met or whatever, I want to hear the- yeah. that part of it. I-
2: Right? Because, like, as sex workers, we're always asked, what do you hate about it? Yeah. (laughs) So uh, let's go cute and wholesome. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually wrote about this on my blog. Uh, The title of the blog post is called Tim, Jim, and Nikki, because (laughs) there's me, uh, the husband named Jim, and then the wife, Nicole, and they had, like, a whole cuckolding fantasy where I would have sex with the husband while the wife just sits there and masturbates at the foot of the bed while i'm plowing I him love it and i'm like it, it, it was it was just this um i don't want to say weird but it was a very unique uh thing in the air where it's like even though i am fucking the absolute shit out of jim <laughs> he could not like like look away from his wife and it was so beautiful and like i feel like i'm the third wheel here maybe i should step out what if i pull out and they don't even notice i'm gone (laughs) because it was just that intense of an eye contact that they're looking at each other so lovingly as i'm plowing him and there's like Maybe I guess the scent of the air was him not douching, but, um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> but that's
2: fine. I kept going anyway. He
1: was straight so, presenting, you know. What yeah, straight can, presenting. What, what can whatever. you expect? <laughs>
2: <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so it was a husband and wife that were like they had a cuckolding thing, and yeah. they were so madly in love with each other that I just felt like even if I'm topping, I felt like oh wow, this is very personal and intimate. Maybe I should go. But no, it's okay. I finished inside of him. She finished. He finished. Everyone finished. Happy, happily ever after for everyone.
1: I love that. Yeah. But that can be a thing, right? It's like, especially when you do, when you have couples in like a professional sex work space, sometimes yeah. it's like, 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 this is a conversation I was kind of having with a, a friend of mine who is just starting sex work. Mm-hmm. This like balance of like, you don't want to just feel like a fetish dispenser. You know, or a no. sex bot, or whatever. You know, in the type yeah, of work just you a do,
2: toy. Yeah, yeah. But
1: you do recognize that a big reason why a lot of people hire sex workers is to get this need met. Uh, without any strings attached, right? Like, the the exchange is that they're paying you for it. So therefore, you know, they're not necessarily reciprocating your wants, needs, desires in the moment, maybe Mm -hmm. a little bit. And that happens more often with some people than other people. But like, it's a valid reason for somebody to see a sex worker to be like, I have this kink, I'm hiring someone to help me play it out. So it's a the balance of those two things you
2: know yeah yeah and that's coming from me too as in like i hire sex workers i don't yeah. remember the last time i've ever i've hooked up with a stranger on grinder because strangers like re- strange men uh, men uh, i can't even say the uh. word men without puking men, uh, 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 <laughs> uh, i know i know
1: men on dating apps uh, 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 uh. Uh, uh.
2: Right. So yep. uh, I I would rather pay for the sex that I want than gamble at some bad sex from some creep online. Like yeah. it's just so much easier and so much like uh, more enjoyable to have the sex that I want.
1: Yeah. And like, you know, when you're not doing sex work, I mean, this can sometimes happen in the sex work sphere as well. But like, you know, you don't have to worry about um uh, like, like, understandings surrounding like feelings stuff. And like, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So it's like, if I hire a sex worker, then you don't have to worry about that either. And then you can just mm-hmm. concentrate on doing playing out this hot sex scene that you have planned.
2: But like, uh, I'm asking you this mistress, has a client ever come to you outside of a session? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, they just had some sort of feelings towards you. And like, what do you do?
1: Ooh, that is a yes. That's happened to me, yeah. Yeah, me okay, let's trade stories. So for yeah. me, like, this has happened in a few different ways. I've actually, I've had someone ask me on a date before, <gasps> after, um, and I kind of knew them both, like, not as a client as well, like, like as a client, but also not as a client. I knew them in a couple different ways. So I did say yes and went on a date with this person. Ended up nothing was really there, but um, we had a great professional session together. So Mm -hmm. that time I did kind of um, try it, you know, and see what happened. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I think more for me when this happens is like ongoing dynamics with people or like the regulars, you really got to kind of keep that in check. Because for some people, you know, doing kink or doing sex, it really does engage all those like um, chemical lovey yeah. feelings. And, you got your
2: endorphins and or, they can yeah, get
1: confused, feelings. you know, mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. sometimes why some people hire sex workers or dominatrices or what have you is because they don't have somebody that can validate them in those ways in their life. And they don't have a a lovely little safe space where they can really express themselves and, and all of that. So it feels really important to them and really special. And um, so it can kind of be confusing. So you kind of have to keep trying to keep up with drawing that boundary, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, but it can be it can be difficult. Um, But I've definitely like put my foot down and be like and been like, hey, you know, I feel like I need to draw this boundary with you because you feel kind of, you know, either obsessed with me or in love with me or whatever, like compulsive behavior towards me. So you Mm -hmm. just have to recognize that when it's happening and just talk about it as best you can and try to move forward with better boundaries surrounding that.
2: Just like when I had a crush on my therapist. Oh, no. There you go. Yeah. Similar,
0: right? (laughs)
1: let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. Club M4 wants to officially announce that they are back open for business baby at 1989 Dundas Street East Mississauga. Club M4 is the largest sexually charged lifestyle club in the GTA and they are super excited to tell you about their Sunday night fetish parties. To keep updated on their events, go to at clubm4events on Instagram, or specifically for their kinky events, go to depravedevents on Instagram. And of course, head on down to clubm4.com to see what a lifestyle club by swingers for swingers is all about. Tell me your experience with stuff like that.
2: So, um my client is, or majority of my clients were um they're like in the upper echelon of Toronto's financial district. So you got like those CEOs, vice yep. presidents, all that stuff. And, you know, they're basically in the closet and that's none of my business. Yep. So uh there was this one time where I was at uh, the grocery store, I was going down the poultry aisle and <laughs> So, Getting that rotisserie see, chicken. <laughs> getting that rotisserie chicken. Yum. <laughs> Spread me out like butter. <laughs> so uh you know how the aisle is like, you know, it's closed off and mm-hmm. um it's like very narrow. And I'm walking down and then at the very distance, I see my client who just hired me the week before mm-hmm. with his wife and his two kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh god he so like he's coming from the opposite end of the aisle and i'm coming from the other end of the aisle i can't just like turn around like <laughs> you know like i freaked out at something even though internally i'm like oh my god fucking run away right yeah. now Do not so make i'm eye like contact. right yep. don't make eye contact keep it cool fine so i'm going down my side of the aisle he and his family are going down his side of the aisle i'm trying to just like act cool and natural just look at the food don't look at anything else and as soon as our paths cross and he's like two inches beside me Mm -hmm. i feel like his pinky like try to wrap around my pinky and like linger there a little bit and i'm I'm like oh no that's when i'm like no i can't oh boy yeah i made it out there i went to the self-checkout i'm like i got a fucking bounce so <clears throat> still half the
1: shit it didn't ring enough yeah shit. St- <laughs> bye. later bye later i can't i can't do this <laughs>
2: yeah so then at the next session i'm like that was very uncomfortable we can't do that kind of stuff because it's like that's your family yeah. i didn't even know you had a family if
1: you see me you didn't if you see me anywhere yeah, other than me. in this bedroom no, you did not that wasn't me no,
2: yep. that wasn't me. That was totally not me. Uh, that was my twin, Borenzo. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Lorenzo and
2: Borenzo.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, yeah, like, I, that was one of the first times I've seen a client outside of the bedroom, and I just didn't really know how to navigate drawing boundaries, because I'm, like, what, 20 years old at this point? I'm right. like, I don't know what boundaries are. <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, that's a great point, yeah. I, I'd never really? have the, like, words for these types of conversations um, yeah. 20 years ago. I never would, yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't know what the heck, like, what does it mean to say, or no means no, or just like, this is what I like, and this is what I don't like. Is Because at that point, I'm like, I'm self-destructive, and like, I just want to do all the things and everything, and I don't care about the risk. So... That was one of the very early memories I have that are character defining in terms of like, okay, so this is something that uh, I don't want to happen mm-hmm. and I have to enforce that.
1: mm mm-hmm. How did that like conversation go, if you don't mind my asking? Like, was oh, it received God. well or?
2: Uh, I was very shy. I was like, yeah. um, so remember that time at uh, Loblaws? Um, I, I, I don't know how I felt about that. So, like, I was yeah. twiddling my fingers and everything. Like, I was literally, like, shy. Like, I just got sent to the principal's office or something. Yeah, yeah. I was so shy. I'm like, how do you communicate boundaries? It's hard. And I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Ooh, boundaries just, like, how about I build a wall?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and make you pay for it. No. <laughs> so yeah it it was just it was very awkward because whenever you're communicating boundaries it's always an awkward thing but uh now i know as a 29 year old that like you know what these are for me i don't care how they receive it that's up to them that's not my problem that's an issue not an ish me so (laughs) it's you yeah i like that Right. So uh I need to communicate my boundaries and if that makes you uncomfortable, then mm-hmm. you're a problem. Bye. Yeah,
1: then there are lots of other people you can hire.
2: Yeah, I was but... very sought after as an escort.
1: Oh worry because you? of the things I did. For what specifically, yeah. can you say?
2: Uh let me see. Um <laughs>
1: Like why were One... you, do you think? Well, mostly
2: because I I couldn't say no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Hello>. No, <laughs> my,
2: my safe word is keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's harder, right? Um. So I I would always go like above and beyond. So you uh, would probably this one... be
1: offering services that other people probably wouldn't be offering. Is that yeah. safe to say? Or
0: it,
2: very very safe to say. So okay. uh, like this one client who had like a a baby fetish. Uh, I went above and beyond in the sense that, like, okay, you want the full baby fantasy? Okay. So, first of all, he just wanted to be rocked and cradled in a diaper. Fine. Yeah. So, I decided that at our next session, how about I give you something a little more extra? Because uh, it was approaching his birthday. I believe it was his 50th birthday. And then, I, because it's like a birthday, so I was thinking, birth? Okay, cool. (laughs) I... (laughs) I tried giving him the full birthing fantasy of like, uh, I got like those waterproof like tarps and stuff and rolled it up and made like a huge long canal to Yeah, (laughs) like a birth canal. And then I I spread like, I don't know, it must have been like two liters of, of lube all over that that tarp yeah and just then like I'm a like,
1: bottle of that body slide lube yeah that, exactly body slide masseurs get yeah
2: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so uh i did that and then um i got him to go inside the quote unquote birth canal oh and god, like too. you know push and then like i was squeezing the 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 tarp <laughs> so that he would like pop like a pimple on the other side of it and <laughs> like <you know? laughs> shoot out of there yeah oh my god yeah <laughs> like, i, I want, oh, <laughs> i went all out for him oh, oh i wanted to make him feel special so uh then he told his friends and they told their friends and, so he and loved that, it. that's why he loved it yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> I love <that>. oh yeah <laughs> That i care about the good the good clients i'm yeah. so fucking good
1: <laughs>
2: he was happy so i and was again, like happy 50th
1: Oh, that's so sweet. And again, with yeah. like this idea of like, you know, a kink that might seem really out there. Um, having like a wholesome intention. Like, he just wanted to be held. Like, that's sweet. Yeah. Like, who cares how, what the activity, how nutso mm-hmm. the activity might look? Like, the intention of it was like, super wholesome, actually. Yeah. And that's really and common I, in the kink world.
2: And I, I took him to like a different world. For that thing, like, push, push. And oh, then you, like because- yeah. You created because a whole I have a,
1: Netflix uh, miniseries. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, honestly, if that session was recorded, that should be the sex ed like, all across Ontario right now. Like, because I make a very convincing um, baby cry. So I went like...
0: That is and good. like, <laughs>
2: so yeah, uh, he really got transported to like, oh wow, I felt really felt like I was back in the in the ice in the, in the NICU in the womb, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, it was like uh, about the whole like, duk, 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 you know, like hearing oh mama's God. heartbeat and everything, and then. <laughs> Like I even wore scrubs.
1: Yes, you did. I love MedFet, so yes. Thank you. Yes, I wore, yes, you I wore did.
2: scrubs. I wore like uh fucking gloves that went all the way up to my elbows. Fisted gloves. Don't... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In case you um, wanted to be fisted, right after birth. <laughs> don't slap the baby fist.
1: Yeah. Fist some fucking... some people want to cross over their kinks, and that's fine. Right now, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh yeah so there's that and like uh i didn't even have I, don't, I have very short hair so i still wore a fucking like bandana as if i had any hair, hair to like pull back oh, yeah wow. exactly like i went all out for this guy i even put on those like shoe condoms i don't know what wow. you call it
1: yeah those little booties medical booties, booties. over your yeah. shoes
2: yeah yeah that one thank you a booties condoms condoms (laughs) What's a condom I've never used one in my life a
1: foot cot yeah a shoe oh yeah shoes yeah
2: (laughs) so that's the thing right shoes that's it I forgot the word
1: (laughs) but that's like that's so funny like that um Like stuff like sploshing, splooshing, sploshing, like a a lot of people won't do because it's like this outrageous setup and cleanup, right? Like it Mm -hmm. might wreck your space. Like that's something that specifically we don't do at my work because it happened once in the bathroom and like (gasps) there was like pie on the ceiling and like fucking slime on the walls. And like the person that owned the space was like, fuck no, no splashing, hard no. But (sighs) So like, you know, I've had people ask me too, and I'm like, sorry, we don't do that here. But like, for someone that would, you know, those people would find them. So you know, if you created this elaborate fucking thing for a client, I can I understand how you know through just even word of mouth other people would be booking (laughs) you to do other elaborate shit you know
2: (laughs) exactly i i took i took notes from dexter you know you gotta put plastic (laughs) over all the fucking furniture yeah exactly a murder room so in case you want to you want to jump your midlife crisis from birth all the way to death fetish we're good ready (laughs) (laughs) cannibalism fetish right there too yeah
1: And also just fisting just hot... do everything yeah yeah yeah.
2: Just, yeah just like a very little like short distance between life and death just ready to go
1: oh my god <laughs> do you have like a most memorable session that you facilitated
2: oh god <laughs> or a couple i have some uh, I, I i can describe in detail one it's a little gross because it was another character-defining moment for me. Oh, I love um, it. What's the trigger
1: warning? Do we need to? Uh, scat. Okay. <laughs> Great. This will take, so... let's say, five to seven minutes. Skip forward sure. if yeah. you're not into that. But let's let's do it though. Let's talk oh. about it because um, yeah. I think I think Scat plays uh super stigmatized so
2: it is um not for me i learned that because of the session not for me but hey if it's your thing totally cool yeah uh so i forgot how old i was but um probably in like the late stages of my escorting Mm uh this one man contacted me uh for scat play and i was like all right sure fine let's do it Uh, and then he was asking me all these questions like um you know what gets me to shit easier right uh, but i'm like i'm a really private and shy pooper <laughs> you <know>? yeah
1: that's <laughs> like my thing if i was ever asked head. to top a scat scene i'm like i there's no guarantees <clears throat> like i i yeah. have stage fray for sure
2: exactly and i, was, I do and with I was...
1: goldens with goldens i have to turn on the tap yeah, and, and i have to. it takes me forever most times unless i'm really dying but sometimes even if i'm really <laughs> full making breaking that seal is still really difficult for me so i imagine it's the same with it with was SCAD as well yeah yeah, yeah i told
2: him like uh so i am a closeted lactose intolerant i'm okay. coming out on your show right now closeted, please respect yeah. my please respect my journey um <laughs> <laughs> so i told him that and I'm like uh and when I told him that I was lactose intolerant, he made this noise over the phone. He went, Ugh.
1: yeah, he'll and yeah, I'm like, he's going to give you.
2: Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, God. On top of my IBS and everything. I'm like, oh, God. All right. So uh, I want to know make...
1: you charge more, though, right? Upon hearing. I that. did. You... OK, I good. Did. Yeah.
2: I charged him twice.
1: <laughs> there you go. OK, good. Glad to hear it.
2: And. Uh, you'll fi- you'll fi- you'll find out why i had to charge him thrice when i Ooh, it yeah. kept going up great yep so i i got to his place uh it's in midtown toronto and uh it's already like a shady looking place oh god and i opened the door there is shit on the walls oh, shit wow. on the ceiling on the floor there is shit on his beard like encrusted into his beard wow they're oh my god mistress the the the, the stench yeah oh, uh, that
1: would oh my god. that would be very oh. very difficult
2: it was it was so difficult I was just like I I, I I I'm already here and I know you'll have cash but like I gotta charge you more so just like, based oh on god. that just based on this because this is a health code violation this, this is just is... not sanitary in any standard yep like, oh, my God. So because of that setting, I couldn't get it out, yeah, <laughs> get fair. it up, right? Get I couldn't it up, even, like, or get it out. Nothing that, was exactly. getting anywhere. Nothing was, yeah, exactly. Yep. So after some renegotiation okay. and I saw his freezer, there were grapes. I'm like, would you settle if I just like shit some grapes into your mouth? Love it. And he's like, sure. And, okay, all right, fine. Whew, okay so he we, we we find a spot on his uh i think you call it like a solarium where it's like a greenhouse <laughs> or something i don't know what, what the fuck to call it found a place <laughs> the balcony
0: solarium. yeah just Sorry, not in
2: his apartment yeah it's like it's this fucking balcony <gasps> okay, with like you, glass you. covered on it yeah yeah um and i pop the frozen grapes inside of my asshole and he lies down mouth wide open i pop a squat right over his face yep and i push and push and one at a time as they come out i'm thinking fuck uh, my god this is this this is difficult i gotta make this more comfortable this this is a lot i gotta make this more comfortable for myself at least tolerable Mm -hmm. so as each grape came out of my ass i went
0: (laughs) pew pew
1: pew (laughs) Making that sound, yeah, loud,
2: out Love loud. Loud. I out went,
1: loud, pew, pew, pew.
2: And then he goes, "Um, can you not, not make that noise?" And I'm like, "Nope, <laughs> uh, nope, nope, no. nope, not a chance, nope." I can't not not. Can't no. do it. Yeah. Finally, as the last grape, I pushed out. I'm like, I take I take his money and I bolt. I'm like, all right. Yep. Oh,
1: I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So that was a life changing moment in. You being like, okay, no scat going forward,
2: yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because I just couldn't
1: do it. I'm a shy pooper, that's fair. I think there was more to it than shy pooper, though.
2: Oh, yeah, I think it's because, like, I'm a very much like a hypochondriac, like, I like to keep clean, yeah. I like, you know, as in, like, I will douche to the gods, yes, if I'm ever gonna bottom, right? Yeah, right, like, I need. I have my manscape, I have my like fucking everything, like just ugh. Yeah. I I, I, there was there was just something about it I could not do. I couldn't I couldn't do.
1: It. I get it because like it's funny, I've talked to people that do scat play and like they're very conscious of like containing the mess, right? Like that's the number mm-hmm. one priority for most of these fetishists. They're like, "Oh no, we like, have planned the whole escape plan from wherever we are getting to the shower or making sure it's easy cleanup. Like, we have a kiddie pool, and then we have a tarp going all the way to the shower, like a red carpet, you know, going all the way to the shower. Like, you set that up so purposefully before the play even happens, like, so Mm -hmm. that... You know, you have an escape plan that's sanitary and containing everything. So, yeah, to hear that right when you walked in, I was like, nope, that would be a hard no for me. Because, like, I would have to, if I ever entertained that, would have to make sure it was done so meticulously that, you know, it was like you're doing risk management, right? So, like, yeah, yeah. So it the, so that so or, that red flag when you walked in to be like, oh gosh, this guy is not even concerned about mitigating harm.
2: <laughs> I know, Oof. like yeah, there's like E. coli in the air. Exactly, like, exactly. Oh yeah. my god! And to think I was scared of corona. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
1: What do you see what I did in my early 20s? Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. So, fuck this. What's a little vaccine? I'm just going to fucking go out there and... Just go back uh, to that start... guy's place. Yeah, I can handle anything now.
1: I was in that condo, yeah.
0: Oh, no. That's
2: why my, pro- my second pronoun is dump. That's why.
0: <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Because I'm a dump. Dumpy
2: and frumpy and grumpy. Oh, my God. (laughs) Dumpy. Frumpy and grumpy. Just my general attitude. People think I'm bubbly by listening to your show. You are not You are sadly mistaken.
1: Don't even try to sell me on grumpy. You're not even. Never had I had a grumpy encounter with you ever in my life. Oh, okay, fair. fair. Ever.
2: I am a bitch. A little bit of a... (laughs) I'm a hoe and a little bit slow, because I'm a dumb bitch. <laughs> Absolute brainless. My last two brain cells are rubbing right now. Just...
1: Aww, they're just kind of <laughs> hugging. They're just kind of <laughs> frodding against each other. Frottaging? Frottaging against each other.
2: <laughs> just to muster that last <gasps> scat story. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: Um, oh, I feel okay. my body just
2: tingling. <laughs> I know.
1: Let's move on to get this this <laughs> feeling and image out of our heads. Um, Need a shower. <laughs> so, okay, a sex work, sex work with Tim. I almost said that's a new podcast <laughs> that you're gonna sex do. Sex work with
0: Tim. Ooh. Sex
1: Ed with Tim. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That can be your like Patreon solo episodes where you talk about all your sex work experiences. Take it. Do it.
2: My Patreon is called One Night Stand cute yeah sex with tim one night stand where i talk about like what happened in the show a little bit of insight and some stories about sex work and you know just the more salacious juicy stuff i don't want to share with the public
1: that's what i do on my patreon too i Mm -hmm. do little solo Mm -hmm. half hour episodes where i talk Mm -hmm. about like specific sessions that i'm doing and stuff like that and i don't release that on the regular podcast either exactly but then all the clients want to um hear you know what i said about their session so that's like something i didn't think that would be a funny selling point like people what you think of me oh. yeah that's exactly it and then they're like i want to hear the recap of my session so they'll sign up and i'm like so sign up. that's awesome yeah like i never i never actually thought that through of like that would be an incentive for people to go to the patreon you, to hear about ha- themselves
2: <laughs> have you ever like talked uh, in a negative light about a session
1: Really like I'll be realistic. Would you? I'm not afraid would, to be you? realistic. Yeah. I wouldn't Since you're the
2: villain, you're the I'm drama. The,
1: I like to play the villain. <laughs> um I don't think I would be needlessly. I, I don't want to be needlessly be cruel. cruel. Yeah, no. yeah. I don't want to be but like if something I'm realistic, I think. So if something bothered me about a session and I want to talk about it in that space, then I'm going to, because it's my space to talk about it. Which is fair. Yeah, yeah but I, I am conscious that you know of my listeners and stuff like that and i've of course never would give any like information as far as you know if i do smack talk a bit it's going to be very vague and anonymous so no one you know even if they are listening maybe they don't know (laughs) you're
2: way more compassionate than i could be because i will tear you to shreds i will drag you to hell and back (laughs) like oh my god i was fully like uh, talking shit up and down about this one guy who I was having sex with, and he kept Fox News on the entire time. And I'm what? like, "What are you t- like? Do you get off-, off on watching Tucker Carlson or something?" Like, ew! And he calls it going like on? Uh, he just he just believes fox news is the truth and like anything else is just like fake news and i'm like oh no you know what i'm fucking your dick not your politics just (laughs) finishing me and i can go
1: Just (laughs) get me out of here just get me out of here just go
2: (laughs) (laughs) it was awful and i also talked shit about this one guy who ghosted me in his apartment i'm sorry you believe that yeah so what (laughs) what After we did the thing, we, we, we like, you know, we had our fun. Uh, he's like, I'm going to go to the corner store and grab some cigarettes. Do you need I anything? He never
1: came back.
0: And
2: he never came back. I'm like, how are long you did you fuck? wait? Two hours. <laughs> so I just enjoyed his Wi-Fi and his Netflix. I'm like, I texted him, are you still coming back? Are you okay? And after no reply, I'm like, all right, fuck this guy. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. then my God. I,
2: then I took some of his stuff. Of course.
1: No, you didn't. What did you take? Yeah, I did.
2: Some shirts, uh, some of his drugs, his poppers. Um. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love yeah. that. That's a bold move to go someone in your own house. I don't know if I've ever heard that before.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Where did he so... go? How, how did he know you would be gone before coming back?
2: I have no idea. He was just hoping that'd be gone. How did he make sure? Well, I I, like texted him. I'm like, all right. I guess you're not coming back. Peace.
1: Oh, that's that's nice of you. Too nice of you. (laughs) I know. I would have texted. I'm gonna hang out for. I'll I'll just stay the night. Sorry. For the next
2: 48 hours.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we can't come back to his house.
2: Yeah, I'm just gonna eat (laughs) the food and (laughs) fuck. Oh my God. Get on just his laptop. He's already
1: it. signed into like his Uber Eats and stuff. It's like perfect. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you have your Netflix on. You got uh, perfect. It's on your card. We're good. I'm set. Just I'm just commit in.
1: some serious fraud. Just like yeah, go seriously. online shopping on his laptop. <laughs> I'm gonna go on his
2: manual life and make some really false claims. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You ghosted me. I don't know yeah. what do you want. What do you want from M- me? What do you want misappropriate
2: me misappropriate his tax report? Oh no!
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's Let's see the, you ghost that's me. That's the villain. Yeah. <laughs> do you find when you think about like like shitty people <laughs> like yes. as, like do you think? Sketching. have have you had yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> have you had do you think you've had overall worst experiences like in the civvy world dating or in the sex world dating with paid clients as far mm. as people just being as far, assholes
2: uh, you know what that's a good question because for me it's civvy it's civvy
1: life for me it's (laughs) life. okay
2: fair yeah uh like if you're not a sex worker and you're dating as just like a regular person yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i'd have to agree because it's like you have to navigate uh, a dynamic that has not been established right that's it i think yeah right when you're a sex worker you know the boundaries you know what's gonna happen and then like you know the expectations whereas like if you're just a civvy and it's like um so what is this what's happening what are, what are, what are we? we yeah like am i are we gonna call like uh anything with emotions like yeah <laughs>
1: i think you hit the nail on the fucking head because mm-hmm. like um sex work you can screen as well you know yeah in whatever way makes you comfortable um yeah. sex work you're getting paid at least if somebody's fucking annoying um at least you know you're comp you're getting compensated for it but like i feel mm-hmm. i feel like in this zippy life it's like i'm not <laughs> even getting paid for these yeah. shitty interactions i'm having with people
2: Mm-mm. no 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 it's and just, i think
1: ew. yeah you're right it's because things aren't as clear specifically where like emotions are yeah. involved because yeah. it's like
2: when you're a sex worker like you know what's gonna happen and you have like a goal in mind whereas like if you're dating it's like Oh, it's not the goal, but the journey. Oh my God, uh. miss me
1: with that. <laughs> miss me with that. Uh. Oh, so I have a question because I'm. Oh, did you actually do sugaring? Because you mentioned I did. Uh, that someone paid for your schooling. So did you do did. like you did that for a while as well? Because I f- I find like that's kind of in the middle of these two things of exactly. these two worlds it, right?
0: It
2: it was such a, a unique experience because it it was like sex work. Yeah. Uh, Adjacent. Yes, exactly. Know? Right. So uh, it it had to do with like emotions and like their there are some aspects of performance, sex work performance that you have to incorporate in sugar. In. Yep, yep, yep. And, but also, like, you know, you have a genuine sense of care and affection for the sugar daddy. So, yeah, that was a very unique experience for me, and I didn't mind it. Uh, not for me, mostly because emotions, ugh, it's my triggers, my hives, and my allergies. <laughs> it gives, me a, it gives me a rash. <laughs> yeah. Really bad one, too. It's like, I'd rather get syphilis than have emotions um <laughs> yuck <laughs> right so it, it was just not not for me i, c- I couldn't do it mm. for for long
1: did you find it difficult maintaining as you said like in sex work you can be really clear about expectations and all mm-hmm. this stuff and like y- you don't always have access to those conversations in the civvy world how did you navigate that as far as um, when you're like batteries sugar. and stuff yeah and like how much i don't know for me i would find it difficult to be like okay well this is how much money i'm getting and i'm trying to navigate how much time and energy from me that's worth you know what i mean and like yeah if i feel like i'm giving more than i'm getting paid for that would be it would be difficult to manage i right. would think so
2: uh from the get-go when i sugared um <clears throat> i i established that uh we have this agreement that i am in this relationship with you because uh with with the expectation that daddy is going to give baby a whole bunch of sugar yeah right? so uh like uh if you're gonna date me and if we're gonna continue this connection this relationship mm-hmm. then i would like some allowance you know i and uh then we can start to go from there like uh, it starts at, i don't know uh, $500 a week then like uh, some sugars can be like trips or a dinner date or mm-hmm. whatever as long as there as as we both know that there was something going on that's like uh, this sort of the exchange the the exchange yeah this transaction that uh, I give him all the cuddles and the kisses that he wants while he gives me uh, luxury and lavish life and private mm-hmm. jet trips and all that and, yeah, it, it did feel a little weird because it felt like, am I taking advantage of an older man? It was like, you know what? He's got three commas in his bank account. I don't feel bad at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is an interesting thing to bring up as part of it, though. Like, for me, I mm-hmm. was thinking of it the other way of, like, them taking advantage of you. You know what I mean? But that's interesting that you, oh, in this yeah. situation, you were kind of thinking of the, the, it the other way.
2: Yeah, because like he gives me money, I give him cuddles. That's fair. That's fair, right? (laughs) Hell yeah, yeah. I still, yeah, I still look back at it and think, was that fair? But then I look at my, then I look at my RRSP, and I'm like, yeah, that was fair.
1: That's
0: fair. Mm
2: -hmm. Yep,
1: (laughs) confirmed. Yeah, (laughs) suspicious. Probably a
2: little not fair enough, but mm, fair enough.
1: (laughs) But like, yeah, I did okay. I don't regret it. Did okay. Yeah.
2: No, not at all. I don't regret it one bit. Wish I could go back, knowing what I know now. You know that. Yeah. Hey, them's the,
1: them's that's the jizz. That's how life goes. Or, I don't know. Yeah. I don't what know. Did what did you I say?
2: Just said. Them's the jizz.
1: <laughs> Did you say something about jizz?
2: Yeah. I I don't know. <laughs> them's the jizz. Uh, what's the? <laughs>
1: that's not anything.
2: That's not a. That's not a sentence that anyone says. Oh, bet. <laughs> nobody <says> that.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
2: Nobody says that. That's
0: not
1: a not, saying.
2: I don't speak English, Maddo. (laughs) Hmm. I'm just a little schoolboy from Greece. Oh, my God.
1: I love this schoolboy persona. I want to see it. I want to see you in that uniform. I still have my...
2: I do. I will take a selfie for you in my high school uniform. Please do. Uh, uh, But my pink hair right now is going to ruin the illusion.
1: No, you could be a little bit of like
2: an anime boy
1: yeah or like a skater boy or, you yeah. know like a little oh yeah cute. anime
2: that was another thing i did i catered mm-hmm. to some anime fetishes because i know like a few sentences in japanese i was like Konkai wa boku no kachi and then they're like that sounds oh, good god <laughs> tentacle porn here we go <laughs> yes oh my god and then i got those like tentacle dildos yeah okay. uh, i forgot i've got a me. few yeah i'm aware of them one yep. of those mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that was fun
1: oh my god that's the
2: squid game that was worth watching no, that's the squid,
1: squid game <laughs> we all want to play yeah <laughs> i love that i love how you have had this like such variety of your your experiences in sex work and sex education and sex media like that's uh, i i really i really I've love loved this the
2: entire you. spectrum you really
1: have yeah and congratulations well, for, on like where you are now you. yeah except for
2: porn and stripping that's probably like i've, I've covered all the bases right <laughs>
1: We'll do them eventually i have faith we'll in do you. them
2: <laughs> eventually yeah. oh god watch me be on like the next tube site and then you'll be like oh,
1: i know him yep. oh my god Tim! Hi. retweet 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 it
2: i saw you rectally bleeding on my screen the other night oh, i'm no. like
1: oh god oh, why does yes. the, ver- the most embarrassing video have to go viral viral oh. it's gotta be that one oh. <laughs> of all the videos uh, um, titled small
2: <laughs> asian boy gets fisted by a big white man
0: <laughs>
1: small asian <laughs> After,
2: school boy <laughs> yeah uh, in locker room <laughs> Hot, for, by yep.
0: coach
1: <laughs> yeah coach yeah i love it oh god tim this oh, has god. been so fun um so much we fun. should be wrapping up unfortunately though so sad i don't like so to sad. wrap up anything no i never wrap up anything let it go free gross let it roam yeah. okay, free <laughs> cage-free, grain-fed. Free run. Yep, free run, that's the word I was trying to think of. Locally sourced. (laughs) sourced. Um, Can you tell us, okay, where we can find the Patreon that you mentioned, where we can listen to your podcast, and anything else uh, social media-wise you want to tell us about?
2: Sure. So my podcast is called Sex Ed with Tim, available on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. My website is sexedwithtim.com. My Instagram and Twitter is at with tim, And my Patreon is patreon.com slash sexedwithtim.
1: And I love interviewing podcasters because they do have such a little succinct ending. So for me, I am at the Lady Pym one on Twitter. That's where I'm most active. You can also follow me at the Lady Pym one. Uh, on Instagram and at the bedpost podcast on Instagram. I have a Patreon. It's the bedpost show. I have a YouTube channel. It is the bedpost show. Other than that, I like to thank the lady that does all the original music from my podcast. She is Stephanie Copeland and she uh, can be found at stephcopelandmusic.com. Tim from sex ed with Tim. This has been a fucking blast. Thank you Chris, so much for back. chatting Chris, with me. Chris, we're done.
0: Chris,
2: Chris, come on. Over. Come he on. can
1: come back. He can he bring can him back. Him. Yeah. yeah, we're good. Oh. We're done. Okay. Uh, 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 wait hold on Uh, that
0: was fast uh,
2: yeah he was holding (laughs) that in you're right there bro yes just in time you're so funny (sighs) Everyone,
1: I hope you enjoyed this insane episode. We'll see you next week. I know I did. I know I did. We'll see you next week with another fun and sexy guest here in the studio. Talk about sex and sexuality on the Bedpost Podcast. Get (sighs) fucked, everybody. Good bye. 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 (laughs) This podcast has been brought to you by
0: the Sonar Network. Sonar.